10 to 1, episode 128. Top 10 Conspiracy Theories, part 2. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Melissa Kozer. And I'm Brian Kozer. And here we are. Took a couple weeks off. A couple weeks in between episodes. And we're back to finish. The first time we've ever done a part two. First time we ever split into two different episodes. Partly because it's a long one and we want to get in, in depth about it. And partly because kids. It was late that night. But that would have been a pretty long episode if we had finished it that night. So um, I don't know that we really need to review too much. Go back and listen to episode one if you haven't or if you've forgotten everything we said. And um, yeah, uh, I mean, I think we can we can probably just dive in, right? There's a couple that were on my list last time yeah. that are higher on your list that we'll get to tonight. And... Other than that, the only thing different is, or not other than that, but the only thing different this week is we switched, and you will give your list number five before I give my number five. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and... Yeah. All right, my number five is the cure for cancer exists, but Big Pharma is covering it up so they can make money off of the disease. Mm, mm-hmm. That's also why there is such an increase in cancer patients. Okay. Yeah. You know, because everything causes cancer these days. You know, we've got Teflon causes cancer, It's or it's got carcinogens in it. So why are they still coating the pans with Teflon, a nonstick substance? Why hasn't somebody come up with something better? Mm-hmm. Uh, dryer sheets have carcinogens in them, and yet they are still sold in stores. And other myriad things, too, where... I mean, basically, we're just screwed no matter what we do. Yeah. Uh, It's amazing that any of us live to be whatever age we are to begin with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You walk outside your house and anything could happen. Right. Uh, And even inside your house, you're not safe. Uh, I remember there was a time, I think it was shortly after we got married, and it just started to crash in on me like... There's carcinogens in the dryer sheets that I use, and then in the uh, on in the pans that I use, and then in uh, some of the soaps. You know, all these chemicals in uh, our cleaning products and our soaps uh-huh. and shampoos, and, and it's no wonder that we can get all these different diseases and stuff. Yeah. And what are we? We're just very chemically overloaded, and then you see all these natural uh products all about how they're made with beeswax and and now i'm not not i'm not knocking any of those products okay don't take this the wrong way if if natural works for you it works for you and i do a lot of things you know i try to buy some natural things but other things i'm i just you know i take my risks anyway so there was a little while there for a couple of years where I was like making my own laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. And that was that was to the extent of how scared I was about all this. And then eventually I had kids and I just, uh, I think it was like three years 
two or three years after Lydia was born, I was like, forget this. I've got better things to do with my time than make my own laundry detergent. And Yeah, it wasn't yes, convenient to be healthy anymore. It sure wasn't. And then there's the all of the like all the natural stuff, cleaning products and so forth. They're so much more expensive. Uh and you know, I yeah, you're getting quality, but it just when it costs so much more more money and when you could be using that money to I don't know, go buy ice cream or go to the movies or go do something fun instead of, hooray, I bought toilet bowl cleaner that's all natural. Um, I don't know. I just decided I guess I'm fine with all the chemicals. Anyway, I've... Yeah, so back to the conspiracy theory. off track. So, the, <laughs> the reason for that bunny trail was... Uh, that there's carcinogens all around us, uh, and everything causes cancer. So that's part of a reason why there's probably an increase in cancer patients. And then, you know, you've got people, uh, they're just not eating as healthfully, so they're, and, you know, maybe they're not living as healthy lives, be it due to drugs or, uh, poor, Poor life choices, or um, they're just eating junk food all the time. Uh, easy freezer meals instead yep, of still waiting to, for the conspiracy theory. I'm I'm answering the conspiracy theory. Part of the conspiracy theory is that uh, an increase in cancer patients is because uh, okay. pharmaceutical companies are trying to make money off the disease. They okay. are they're seeding cancer. Gotcha. Through all these carcinogenic things. And I'm saying that there's an uptick in cancer because people just aren't getting out in the sun and farming their own food. We're eating a lot more processed stuff, etc. I, I don't think it's just that there's carcinogenic uh, Teflon-coated pans that we're using. I think it's also okay. we're just not eating as healthily. We're not getting as much exercise, etc. Uh now, to deal with the first part of yeah, the... Yeah, the interesting part. As I was saying before I was interrupted for the umpteenth time, the first part of the theory that the cure for cancer exists but Big Pharma's covering it up. I don't think we've found a one-size-fits-all solution to cancer. Now, there are treatments out there, um, but... I do think there are cures that are necessarily, not necessarily being suppressed, but they're not getting the attention that they should deserve because perhaps they're more natural based and that's just not as much money. Uh, it's just not, it's not as lucrative as manufacturing this, this brand new drug or whatever. And, uh, I I can definitely see why there's this suspicion about pharmaceuticals covering up if there was a cure for cancer because there are medical studies where the results were falsified or downplayed in order to promote a new drug. Um, and something that comes to mind is uh, thalidomide. Have you heard of that? 
Nope. That's an anti-nausea drug that was developed after World War II that wasn't fully tested. Uh, and it caused birth defects and miscarriages in pregnant women. Um, and it, But it was marketed towards pregnant women. Like, oh yeah, this is... It's safe to use during pregnancy. It'll help you with your morning nausea. And instead... Uh, you had children who were born with horrible birth defects. Um, Which gave them nausea. To look at the children, I mean. Your concern, your sympathy is overwhelming. Fun fact regarding this is that uh, the chemist who oversaw the development of thalidomide was Heinrich Muchter, a Nazi war criminal. (laughs) Uh, So I don't know how that slipped under the radar. But anyway... Um, well, that's part of a real life, a real life conspiracy theory that we'll get to at the end of the episode. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, so anyway, not a real life conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory proved true. Uh I can't wait to hear that one. So anyway, I guess my whole point with this is that is the cure for cancer out there? I'm sure there are some cures, but uh, there are so many different types of cures. I mean, even, like, you've got the flu. There's so many different strains of the flu. I think there are, and this is from my complete ignorance on the subject, but my ideas of it are that there are different strains of cancer. Um, and so yeah. uh, I don't think there is a one-size-fits-all cure. And then even if there were and, uh, you know, some people think that the pharmaceutical companies are covering that up, uh, I don't think that's that's really likely. But I can definitely see why some people would think that because the pharmaceutical industry doesn't necessarily have the greatest track record for having people's best interests at heart. Sure. Would it surprise me if... Uh, pharmaceutical companies were uh, falsifying or hiding information. No. Would it surprise me if there was literally no doctor that decided they wanted to be uh, the the hero that would go down in history as the doctor who cured cancer that literally uh, of, you know, like people say you sprinkle baking soda on cancer and it kills it or because it's a fungus or uh, any of the the different ideas it's i don't know i hope people don't say take vitamin c and and kill cancer but any of these any of the different uh supposed um cancer cures that are being hushed up uh, you have to believe that there's literally no doctors that um I, i they're all deceived or they're all ignorant or they're all part of the cover-up I think that's a little a little tough to swallow. So that's why this one's not not that believable to me. Same same uh, as uh, you might have heard the ones where there's a there was a, an inventor who invented a car that ran on water, just ran on water, didn't need gasoline. Oh, I've heard that and one. And they yeah. had to cover it up because the car companies and the, the oil conglomerates wouldn't let them live. Um, I mean. Uh, I guess same kind of thing. But there's literally nobody that would that was involved or that that uh, I, I guess you'd have to believe it was just this one genius and he wasn't able to tell anybody else before they got to him. Mm-hmm. So and nobody else could could figure it out. 
So that's why those are a little less believable to me. Uh, did we talk about last time the sort of scale of believability of conspiracy no, theories? Some are obviously more ridiculous than others. And uh, my next one, if you're ready to move on. Sure. To my number five. Yeah, so my number five, the cure for cancer exists. Cure for cancer exists. So my covered up. My number five is two combined. I combined two that are related. The first one, I think, is the most believable conspiracy theory. And it's the first conspiracy theory uh, that uh, that seemed obvious to me when I first heard of it. Um, like it wasn't even, I heard the theory from someone else. It just, uh, it seemed obvious to me when I heard about the situation that the conspiracy would be, uh, possibly the correct answer. Um, it's, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it was something like, uh, right after this happened, 70% of, of United States poll, uh, citizens polled believed the conspiracy theory instead of the official theory. And... Of course, this is. Do you want to guess? No, I don't. This have is any idea. Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? So we don't need to go into the whole story, but uh, very rich, very powerful man, doing some very bad things that we couldn't uh, talk about with the children in the room, and uh, he gets put in prison, and attempts suicide gets put on suicide watch comes off suicide watch and then uh there's some some different things like the the cameras weren't working the guards happened to leave him alone uh the official story is is just some bad coincidences certainly possible just a few bad a few coincidences and a few bad a few mistakes happened and he commits suicide in prison. He hangs himself. And of course, immediately, uh, because he uh, because he was very rich, because he had connections to a lot of rich, powerful people uh, that might have been implicated uh, because uh, apparently he was going to, or supposedly he was going to uh, reveal information about others, um, maybe others in power, maybe political uh, figures, um, and so, uh, so uh, immediately a lot of people said, I, I've seen this movie before, obviously the very powerful people killed him and <laughs> sloppily tried to make it look like a suicide. Um, and there's, you can really deep dive deep down into it. There's a whole bunch of, of, uh, of details people argue about, of course. Um, let's see. Okay, I did find the numbers. Uh, so, thirty percent believed he committed suicide. Thirty um, percent were undecided. So, thirty percent believed he committed suicide. Forty-two percent thought he was killed to hush it up, or forty percent killed to uh, prevent him from testifying. Thirty percent were undecided. So, yeah. So, still, most people didn't think he, or weren't sure if he was murdered. But still. Um, uh, so very interesting. Uh, this one I'm still I was still iffy on if I actually believe it, but I think, gun to my head, I'll say this is the one conspiracy theory that I believe. Um, so then the one that this is related to, 
Um, of course, uh, after um, after he died, you know, there's powerful people that he uh, that he knew that he was. I don't know how closely he was related to them or or what ties he had, but um, there's some level of relationship between him and Bill and Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. So, of oh. course, you've got people on both political sides who will say, obviously, the person that disagrees with my politics had it, him murdered. Had him murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, even, uh, Donald Trump himself, uh, retweeted the conspiracy theory that the Clintons, uh, <laughs> the Clintons, uh, took him out. And so this leads to the part two, um, and this is the Clinton body count that, or have you heard the, of the Clinton body count? I've heard of Hillary Clinton trying to cover up a bunch of things, mm-hmm. um, through murder? Not through murder. I'd heard well, bribery. Well, buckle up. Buckle up. Um, I don't know if I've heard of the bribery one. Um, oh, yeah, like the, well, the women who were, let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know, heard she hushed them up for sure. bribery. Well, it's a little different than bribery, I, I think. Maybe technically, maybe but also, paying someone to keep quiet. And, and well, and also I heard it was uh, also threatening, you know, lose your job if you oh, say sure. anything or sure. I, blackmailing. That's what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, blackmail. Sure. I, I wouldn't doubt that that, that, that happened. Uh, but this one's a little more serious. This is uh, that uh, former U.S. President Bill Clinton and former First Lady Hillary Clinton, former Senator Hillary Clinton, uh, have had assassinated 50 or more of their associates. Whoa. Uh, and you can go see a list of of uh, of people. So there was uh, Deputy White House Counsel was found dead. His death was ruled a suicide. But was it? <laughs> I don't remember if that's the one. There's one uh, that was something like, but he was shot in the, it's ruled a suicide. But he was shot in the back of the head. Uh, ah. uh, and and you can go see the long list of of people that were uh, associated with the Clintons and died in strange circumstances. Hmm. Well, that, that does sound like interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, unfortunately, um, some of them are still alive that are on that uh, that original list. <laughs> Some were just some were misidentified. Um, some people didn't know them at all and were put on the list. Some people very very tenuous connections. So um, I guess the way that you would make this kind of a conspiracy theory is uh, obviously if you're a politician, especially if you get to be president, you're gonna have a pretty wide circle. Of people that you've worked with or been associated with. The baker at the donut shop where they like to get their morning croissants. And so what you do is you take all the people that they're associated with, all the people that they knew. So this oh, is a wow. this is a large number of people, and yeah. then you find any sort of mm-hmm. any sort of strange, mysterious deaths, anything uh, that's unexplained. Uh, if things are explained, you sort of like waggle your eyebrows and. 
a parent suicide. Just put a parent at the beginning of it um, and make it seem suspicious. Uh, and so I think this one's, I think, I don't think this one has any, uh, any validity to it at all. So my first thought was, oh, that's a shame. And then my second thought that's was, terrible. I mean, that's good because then that means people <laughs> haven't died at yeah. their hands. Right. I, this is a popular one. This is this is one I know a lot of people that that do believe this one. Yeah. Um, well, the shame part was, you know, that a juicy story isn't true. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, it's 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 just not uh, to me. It's not believable, um, and especially when you consider that that there ended up being so many people that like like the women that you're talking about. So why would they have not have had Monica Lewinsky or Paula Jones or some of these other people, actual enemies, yeah. um, actual people that got them into trouble? Mm-hmm. Um, why did they not die? Why is it? It's too public. Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> uh, so you can go read. Um, I'll, I'll probably put a link for this one. There's a, a bunch of different places that you can you can see kind of an explanation people break it down a little bit more um but uh yeah i think uh jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself plausible uh clinton body count not plausible so that's my number five all right my number four is one that i used to believe oh and no Ooh. longer do. Ooh. And that happened just recently actually. I think within okay. the last year, I'm going to say juicy. even within the last few months that it really was the nail in the coffin of Uh-oh. I do not believe this any longer. Ooh. Do I know about this one? I don't know. You've been, I, you've been saving this for the episode? You'll understand when I mention it. Oh, so okay. it's that Barack Obama faked his citizenship to become oh, president. I didn't know you were a birther. Well, I mean, having grown up in Republican circles, yeah, uh, it's popular. Yeah, it's a popular. One. Oh, I heard this and I believed it. Sure. I mean, yeah. he's a Muslim and he's uh-huh. uh, sre- secretly from what was it, Kenya. Right? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he was born in Kenya. He's yeah. here to spread radical Islamism and mm-hmm. and destroy Christianity, destroy America, the birthplace of Christianity. I mean, right. Clearly, it's not, but you know what I mean. That's right. that's that's the way these things go. Yep. In these circles, and so every article that I read, you know, I read a lot about this. Oh, okay. I was like, oh yeah, clearly he's. You know, it's it's been faking it. He's been faking this, mm-hmm. and and they checked and rechecked, and each time's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's real. He's a, a real American. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the more that one side insisted he was an American, the more the other side loudly screamed, no, he's not, because this this mm-hmm. part was forged and yeah these he released were his sick. birth certificate yeah, and, and they say well it's a forgery for these reasons right right there yeah. i mean go it back was and forth back and forth and yeah. it was edge of your seat stuff yeah, yeah. it was exciting um you have a uh someone who's radically against <laughs> america as the president and so yeah that makes politics easy if the other person's the oh i know the, they're the enemy right. uh so uh, but I mean, I don't think he 
I didn't agree with all his policies. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Is there a politician that we ever do agree with all their policies, though? Yeah. Um, and I didn't know. I mean, ultimately, it came down to where I was like, well, I just, there's no way to know, really. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God's in control, and yeah, we'll let him steer the ship, you know. Yeah. And the heart of the king's in the in the mm-hmm, hand of the Lord, mm-hmm. something like that. It's in Proverbs somewhere. Go look it up. <laughs> uh, so I stopped worrying or thinking about it. Okay. Uh, but then it was this year um, that that I really realized there's no way that uh, someone who's not American could have gotten elected. Mm. Not yet. I mean, whatever... Whatever you may think about the way things are, there is absolutely no way that anyone in this country is going to let a non-American, not yet at this stage, a non-American become president. They're not going to get to rise that far. Um, well, what if it's a secret? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. No, there's there's so many checks and balances and people who are going to go through and check one way or another, it would come out. Uh, and it's only been this it rear that out. I realized, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been this rear year that uh, what caused me to stop believing this was uh-huh. when I realized that Republicans, Republicans are just as petty as Democrats. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing, is all mm. my life, I've been the stooge who has believed that Oh, yeah, we're the pious Republicans, and those Democrats over there, all they do is sling mud. But, you know, mm-hmm. we're standing by our values, and we're doing what's right. And yeah. now we're, you know, when we sling mud, it's because we're denouncing truth. Uh, I mean, or denouncing lies, and we're proclaiming truth, mm-hmm. and we're, uh, you know, pulling away the the, the drapes, facade, the yeah. facade. We're, we're yeah. showing them for what they are. Mm-hmm. That's what it is when we call them names. Come on, no, it's just, we're being just as petty as they are, <laughs> and we're looking for any old reason to get our candidate that didn't get elected kicked out of office. That's <laughs> all it is. Um, so I definitely do not believe that uh, he wa- he faked his citizenship, mm-hmm. uh, because... Whatever you may believe about our government and their its corruption, and yes, there's corruption in our government, but mm-hmm. you can also bet there are equally corrupt and greedy people on the other political yeah. side <laughs> who are going to comb through all the documents looking for any shred of a shadow to pin Ill- illegality on. And so, right. if he truly had been uh, illegal, somebody would have found the answer. And if he isn't, then that came to light too. Uh, but like, I mean, truly, there's there's a conspiracy theory out there, but there's there's no way that a non-American could could be elected president. Nice. So. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was just oh man, it was a little depressing when I I realized. <laughs> when the blinders, the scales fell off from my eyes, and I saw my party for what it truly is—just yeah. a vicious little snappy dog, Aww. yanking at the chain like the others in the in the arena. Mm. Huh? Wow. Yeah, I don't think we ever really talked about that one. That was that would have been when we were in college. That was. I know. That was a big, 
So yeah, I don't remember. I'm trying to think. Um, obviously similar upbringing. I'm trying to think if I, I know I also read about that one too. Um, I I honestly do not remember if I believed that one or not. Um, it's very possible that I did. Um, I mean, it's probably almost as plausible as Paul McCartney being dead. That was all about that one in high school. Um, I don't think I did, but maybe I did. So, uh, very interesting. Very interesting one. It's definitely, definitely easier if you believe your political opponent or your uh, candidate from the other side is uh, is some evil sleeper agent. But my number four, it's even easier if you believe they are the devil incarnate. Oh my god! The Antichrist. Oh yes, I did hear that one. And so my oh, number four yes. is various people. Dang. That are the Antichrist. I really wish I'd I'd taken it that further step because I did hear that Obama was the Antichrist. All right, so let's let's get into this one. So I'm going to read to you. Uh, let's see. Let's read all the times in the Bible that the word Antichrist is used, and I I I just went with the King James version. So how many times do you think it's used, and pick the book you think it's in. It's actually in two books. Okay, so. One time is in Revelation. Okay. And the other one is going to be in... Oh, I'm going to be way off, but I'm thinking it's like one of the four prison epistles, uh, like Galatians maybe, or um, in First or Second Peter. Am I right? Those are great guesses. Uh, both wrong. Okay. Uh, not in Revelation, surprisingly. First John and Second John oh. are the only two times... The actual word, the actual phrase, Antichrist is used. So, yes, of course, in uh, Revelation talks about, oh, the man with... The beast. Yeah, the beast. Yeah. He's got seven horns and etc. Um, or the dragon with seven heads. And there's a lot in Daniel, I think, that people will take uh, to be Antichrist. But here are all the verses that actually mention Antichrist. All right, so in 1 John, uh, little children, it is the last time. It is the last time, and as you have heard, the Antichrist shall come. Even now there are many Antichrists. Okay, so John is saying uh, it's the last. we're in the last times. We're in the end times. It's a more f- common way to say it these days. And there's already many Antichrists. Okay, uh, then he says a few verses later, who is a liar? Uh, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, he is Antichrist, that denieth the Father and the Son. So John here is using Antichrist as anyone that denies the divinity of Jesus. It's not one particular person. Um, at least it might be one particular person, but there are also many. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then a couple chapters later, he says, he talks about the spirit of Antichrist. It's the spirit that doesn't confess um, that Jesus is come in the flesh. Um, so he's talking about against Gnostics there, right? Right. Um, and then in Second John, uh, he says, many deceivers are entered into the world who, con- who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. 
this is a deceiver and an antichrist. Okay, so Paul talks about the spirit, or sorry, not Paul, John talks about the spirit of antichrist. He says that the Gnostics are heretics and are antichrists. And that's all the only time that phrase is used in the Bible. So obviously there's a bunch of different ways to interpret Revelation uh, and uh, Daniel prophecies. Um, some people think that it's not a specific person, right? Depending on how you interpret Revelation, uh, if uh, if you think it's um, uh, what's my deal? If you think it is uh, just more symbolic, you can interpret it more uh, symbolically. Then you're not going to think it's a specific person. Um, or if you take it literally, but you think uh, that it was a specific person, well, let's just go ahead. Um, you know, it could just be the devil. Some people think the Antichrist is the literally the devil, or they think it was. Um, someone in the past. So some of the people at the time thought Caligula or Nero was the Antichrist. Uh, and some people still think that Nero is the Antichrist if you think that the book of Revelation is all past history. So if that's the preterist view, I believe. And so book of Revelation is already fulfilled first couple hundred years or first hundred years of the church. Nero was the Antichrist. And there's some things with uh, 666, I don't think we're, I'll have time to get into that, but there's also the number of the beast, 666, and so um, people will say uh, there are um, uh, numbers as associated with each of the letters in the Greek alphabet, and the same thing with the Hebrew alphabet, so perhaps 666 means you take the name You've of, really done your research on this. Oh man, well I was into this, this is another one that I was into in high school. Uh, cause it's cool. Um, and so, uh, anyway, so that's, that's one thing people think is that you can, you can add things up. So for example, uh, Nero Caesar in Greek, you can add up those letters and it makes 666. So that's an example. Um, uh, and then there's just been tons of theories, basically every political person, for the last 2000 years that people disagreed with has been um has been uh, a possible antichrist so uh athanasius thought it was arius um that's uh, he had the arian controversy where he said oh. christ was a created being oh yes not uh co-eternal with god uh so uh arius was the was the uh, antichrist uh jerome thought it was just going to he thought it would be a man uh, demon possessed uh there was an archbishop that said it was pope john the 15th I, I believe he was the first pope that was accused of being antichrist not the last pope uh let's see the uh in fact i'll just go ahead and say um most protestants in the 16th through oh, yes. 18th centuries wickliffe martin luther john calvin john knox john wesley all said the pope is the antichrist and that was a big part of uh, we're splitting. We sure did. We're splitting from uh, the Catholic Church, and uh, the maybe it's not this specific pope, but the papacy itself yes. is a line of antichrists, yes. and it will perhaps it will culminate in the final pope that will be the chief, the real, the complete antichrist. Um, some people still believe that. Uh, there are, uh, I think, Seventh-day Adventists. 
It's one of their beliefs. And apparently there's still some conservative Lutheran churches that believe that. Yikes. Fighting uh, words there. Uh, let's see. Um, Muhammad, the prophet Muhammad of the uh, of oh, Islam. Yeah. Uh, official story is that he died in the year 632. But I think it's possible he actually died 34 years later in the year 666. Oh. <gasps> Uh, could have been, uh, let's see, Tsar uh, Alexander thought it was Napoleon. Uh, of course, Adolf Hitler, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, um, Henry Kissinger, every last president, just about every president for the last hundred years has been accused of being the Antichrist. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, uh, there's different ideas. If you read the uh, Left Behind, that Tim LaHaye, Hal Lindsey, um, they thought they think it will be um, a European a head of some sort of European confederacy. Um, there was even a patriarch Kirill of Moscow. I don't know exactly what uh, what position he has. I'm guessing in the Eastern Orthodox Church. He says it will be the person at the head of the World Wide Web. Oh. I don't know what that means, but. Um, that's his that's his theory <laughs> and he's sticking to it okay and then the last one uh and i just i literally just saw this one today and i had to put it on the list uh there's a guy that has i, don't, I didn't count but maybe about 20 antichrist prophecies that he goes through and he has a bible verse for each one and he says and you can go read all the Bible verses. You can go read the whole thing if you want. I'm sure, it's it's a it's a it's a fun read. Uh, he says the here's some of the things he says. The Antichrist will be the leader of a nation that is a military superpower. Okay, because uh, you know, devour the whole earth, tread it down, break it into pieces. This is what uh, what it says in Daniel seven. Uh, he will be a man who is exceptionally arrogant and will be known for giving boastful speeches. Because it says, I could hear his boastful speech. And he will be known for making a lot of public threats against people. He will come from among ten tall hills. Remember? Sounds significant. Came out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads, which stood for seven hills. Hills. Places of power. Um, let's see. What, what uh, could possibly be? Maybe a tower? Maybe a... Maybe headquarter buildings, maybe the seven Trump Towers. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Did you know Jared Kushner? That's uh, Donald Trump's son-in-law. Did you know he had possession until he sold it of 666 Fifth Avenue? Clearly, the evidence all points. All right, all right, wait, there's more. The whole world was filled with wonder and followed the oh. beast. Do you know how many Twitter followers President Trump has? Oh, seriously? Uh, let's see. He will be a political outsider who wins an election that no one expects him to win. Oh. That's what Daniel 11 says. He'll give speeches where he speaks of great things. It's in the Bible. And make tr make America great again. Uh, he will, let, let's see, what are, what are some of the other good ones? Um, uh, 
He he will cause deceit to prosper. That's fake news. Um, he will greatly honor. This is from Daniel eleven. Uh, he will greatly honor those who acknowledge him. He will make them rulers over many people and will sell them land at a price. Real estate deals. I think we're gonna have to link to this this website. Yep. Uh, he will he will lead myself. astray if possible. God's own people. Oh, all oh. of the all of the there Christians that have supported his campaign and presidency, he will oh he will stir oh this is Daniel eleven again he will stir up his strength and courage against the king of the south the king of the south who would be the king of the south perhaps the president of Mexico <laughs> oh wow we. There's just so much much good stuff there that you can't make this up. Uh, during the, the, the reign of the Antichrist, people will begin having strange and vivid dreams. Have you seen articles about people having more dreams during the, the uh, shutdown? That's probably due to all the CBD oil that's been legalized now. The query on Google, why am I having weird dreams lately, has quadrupled. In the last three, four months. Yeah, I'd heard nothing about that. Oh, yeah. I had actually heard about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think they think it's because... Well, they actually don't know. They don't know why it's happening. I will preface it with that. But I think they think um, uh, just so many people's schedules being thrown off and, and people having completely different... Could be. Just yeah. a, a big life change like that yeah. um, causes different dream... Um, Dream schedules or people remember their dreams more or something. Mm -hmm. um, food shortages, but a surplus of oil. Mm. Where does it say in the Bible about a surplus? Two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and uh, six pounds of yeah. barley. And do not damage the oil. Uh, yeah, because cars aren't, uh, aren't driving around. All right, and here's the last one. And then we will, we will be done. Um, We'll be done with this number, number four of mine. Uh, this is also from Daniel 11. So se Daniel 7 and 11, and then Revelation, where, where, where these are coming from. He will show no regard for the gods of his ancestors or for the one desired by women, nor will he regard any god, but will exalt himself above them all. Instead of them, he will honor a god no one will have heard of before, the god of fortresses, and he will worship this god with a lot of money. Okay, so the god of fortresses, what does the word fortress, what does that translate to? Border walls that secure a city or country. The Antichrist will worship the god of border walls. See, at first it was funny, but this has just gotten really ridiculous now. Well, but I didn't even get to that the Antichrist's followers will wear a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. Like those Make America Great Again hats. Oh, no. Are you serious? So, I will link to it, and you can you can read wow. the full thing. It's it's pretty good. All right. All right, honey. It's time to get off so, the computer. Um, <laughs> your, your, we know you have your little theory, but... So, where does this one fall in the plausible, less plausible... I mean, I'd say probably more plausible than the Clinton body count, less plausible than Jeffrey Epstein. I'd put it somewhere in between those two. 
Yeah, that's a pretty low plausibility. Maybe rate, more say. plausible than Israel animal spying. Less plausible than Flat Earth. We haven't talked about Flat Earth, right? You still got that one coming up? I still got it. Spoiler. So that's my number three. Uh, the Antichrist and 666. I always thought that was a fun one. thought I'd throw in a, a religious Wait, one there. Uh, you're number four, right? Yeah, yeah. What did I say? You said three. Oh, number four. All right. Well, my number three is that coronavirus was created in a lab to oh, set up a yeah. socialistic one-world government. Ooh. And, I mean, really created in a lab to in, fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah. Know? Um, Make us cover our faces. <laughs> Make us stay home. Yep. So I can see why this theory uh, is very popular. Uh you know, when you've got criminals being released from prisons because we can't have the criminal, you know, can't have the prisons be crowded or or it'll just be a hotbed for the, the disease to spread. But then people are being arrested because they've been violating curfew or they opened their business and because uh, they didn't want to lose money or lose their livelihood or whatever. Because mm-hmm. the stimulus check wasn't going to cut it, wasn't going to help them keep their business. So, I understand that, but I, and maybe time will prove me wrong, but I really don't think (laughs) uh, that's the case, that this was just created Mm -hmm. somewhere, manufactured, and then set set loose on the world. Right. Uh, Right. And I I don't really have any proof to back it up or whatever. I just... I know they... Yeah. I mean, I read an article... I don't know who it was. Some U.S. scientists are pretty sure that it's not, that it was not created as a bioweapon. So, I mean, I don't see any reason why that would be a cover-up for a U.S. scientist <laughs> to say that uh, China didn't create a, a super We've weapon. We've got nothing to lose. If, if they yeah. did, I'd, I don't see why we'd, we'd cover that up. Right, right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think... It's an interesting one. I think it's just there's a lot of... A lot of worry and fear. Now, of course, even just two weeks ago, this would have been a lot more relevant. Now people are... I know. They're over COVID-19 and and on yeah. to the rioting as a result of uh, George Floyd's death. And so, mm-hmm. you know, COVID-19 is so last week. Yep. Um, but, you know, there's still people still out wearing masks and... Uh, a lot of people staying home, even with things opening back up, and still some worry and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you and say that uh, facetiously. I hope we're definitely still. I know, I know. Uh, still in the middle of I it. I know. Maybe and not in the, the middle, midst of all this, but... I want to use this platform to preach at people a little bit. <laughs> I was having my devotions one day, and I read in Mark six fifty one and fifty two. Uh, this is when the disciples have been out on the the Sea of Galilee, I think, rolling okay. around. And, of course, the storm arises, and they're about to go under in their boat. And they see Jesus come walking on the water. He went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves. This is where Jesus fed the 5,000 or 4,000 or 
you know, he's had a bunch of people with just a small amount. Okay. For their heart was hardened. Okay, so, you know, we're all afraid about the storm, and then we're all wondering about this. You know, God's in control. God was in control of the storm. He had the disciples go through uh, that storm, and it was no problem for him to handle. And we all are amazed when we see God, uh, you know, doing things in spite of these awful circumstances. And just, you know, we need to take a step back and realize, you know, he can, he can still walk on water. He can still stop the winds uh, with a wave of his hand. He can still stop this, this uh, pandemic sweeping the earth if he wants. Or he can be in control while it rages. And it's okay. And uh, we can, we need to just step back and consider the miracle of the loaves and stop being scared. Well, I'm not scared. I'm I just know. angry with China. <laughs> What's your number three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, it was partly a suggestion from Zach for us to do these episodes and partly because of all of the, the conspiracy theories around. Right. Well, uh, and my thing is that I think. COVID-19. I think. All, uh, all made these, me think it was a good idea to do cons- these episodes. I think all these conspiracy theories are born out of fear. Uh, or not sure. all, but this one certainly is born out of people just grasping at something to help them feel in control and find a reason beyond it all. Right. And the truth is that just, you know, diseases happen. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. God's still in control. Uh, Bill Gates, obviously. In league with the Chinese government. He stands to profit tremendously from this. He wants to inject us with nanobots in our vaccines. That's going to be the mark of the beast right there. Nanobot vaccines? Well, when you're not, it'll become where you're not allowed to buy or sell unless you get the vaccine. Oh, okay. That's an interesting theory. Oh, you hadn't heard that one? No, no. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I'm how... not in the right circles, I guess. To hear hear some of these. Am ideas. I in the right circles if <laughs> I'm hearing these? <laughs> hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. So that was your number three. Yeah. The general coronavirus. I did not include that one, even though uh, that was kind of the genesis of these. So tip of the hat to all the coronavirus conspiracy theories. All right. My number three. Uh, we we're already already kind of dunking on the Pope. With my last one, why not just continue it with my number three, the two Babylons. And I know you've heard of this one. Yes. I heard. I was oh, taught yes. this one uh, growing up. And this is... This, uh, this one's in Revelation. Uh, no. This one originates... Babylon the Great has fallen. Well, yes. This one origi- originates in 1853. There is a, a Presbyterian theologian named Alexander Hislop. He wrote a little pamphlet called The Two Babylons. And yes, he his thesis is that the Catholic Church is Babylon in the book of Revelation. And so uh, he, he said uh, Christmas and Easter trace back to pagan festivals. Oh, yes, I've, I've heard this. So, of too. course, we've heard that a lot. Um and that's why we don't celebrate Easter. 
we celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Right. Because he said Easter comes from Ishtar, which was a a goddess, fertility, fertility goddess, I believe. Um, yes, Assyrian. Um, let's see. Uh, he said that uh, all of the pagan religions go back to Babylon, uh, which was established by Nimrod and his wife, Samarimus. And so uh, then the modern uh, descendant of that paganism is the Catholic Church. And so, um, yep, I was, I was taught this in um, a, a Bible seminar in high school. Uh, this is still... Uh, still an evangelical Protestant view. I don't know how widespread it is, but at least in our circles, it's yeah, popular. Predominant, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, maybe predominant. Um, I, don't, I don't know if all the specifics, but yes, predominant's probably, probably true. Uh, so, so this conspiracy is that the Catholic Church is the modern-day Babylon, right? Right. Uh, so basically... Um, there was a, at the time that Hislop was around, there was a popular theory that, um, that Babylon was the ancestor or the, the progenitor to, um, ancient civilization. So to Mesopotamia and to, um, then, uh, the Greek civilization and then the Romans and, and that, um, civilization right, right. that that western civilization that came about and that that was um uh but basically a hundred years later historians are not uh they have rejected that theory um that that is uh it's called pan pan babylonian that everything came from babylon um and sort of like the everything came from the uh um, that Babylon is the Tower of Babel, and that everything came from there. Um, he said that uh, that there was someone named. So there's some a uh, legend of a man named Ninus, and he said that's the biblical Nimrod. Uh, there is a um, uh, uh, what's my deal? Samarimus, that supposedly his wife is also a kind of a legendary figure, um, and there's. All, you can go read all sorts of all, all this stuff. Um, basically, uh, Nimrod probably is not the founder of Babylon. Samarimus is a made-up figure. Uh, Easter is not from Ishtar. Um, uh, that is, it is from uh, a word, uh, proto-Indo-European word for the dawn. Um... Well, it says in Genesis 9 and 10 that Nimrod, uh, the beginning of his, yeah, Genesis 10, 10, the beginning of his kingdom was Babel. Uh-huh. Oh, That's so fine. Are, are, wait, are you? I'm saying it's not Babylon. Oh, okay. Not the historical Babylon. Um, yeah. And that the historical Babylon then is not but the Babylon progenitor. Can, t can trace its roots back to Babel. Which, I, I honestly, don't so can that's... everything else, because that's when humanity spread out, so. Yeah, 
Um, right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so everything is not um, descended from Babylon. There's not a link between Babylon and, and uh, Roman Catholicism, uh, despite what the Jehovah's Witnesses would have you believe, um, and despite what Alexander Hislop was teaching. Um, I never knew we had common ground with uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses. There you go. There's the there's the common link. Uh, so I think there yeah, are a few people who might not like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the two Babylons. It's it's pseudo history, and um, it's kind of offensive, <laughs> in my opinion. All right. So that was your number three. Yep. All right. Let's get away from politics and religion and go on to science so my number two i think is the coolest conspiracy theory on my list and i don't believe it uh well i want to believe it (laughs) uh but it's that japan has faster than light space travel oh yeah so this was my number seven yeah yeah so a while ago, we, we we saw this website, you and I together, mm-hmm. uh, and it was about. Uh, I'm gonna buy. I hope you've got the the website because I yeah. am gonna botch the details of this. But it was like they go for it. There was this reactor meltdown yep. or something, and or that was wait. Yeah, that was what they said happened, but it was the a nuclear theory... disaster. Okay, that is true. Okay. Twenty eleven, the Fukushima okay. Daiichi nuclear disaster. Mm-hmm. But the theory is that that they uh, they used that to cover up the fact that they launched a a spaceship, right? Right. That the yeah. uh, there yeah, it was d- a cover up. It. it was a cover up. There was no nuclear disaster. It was just a cover up for uh <laughs> for them to do um uh so I think the guy says because, um, yeah it is a funny website we'll we'll definitely link to this one. you can go check it out um but it's uh you know there's uh japan and and he says they're uh, what have they what have they invented recently you know they were they're, they invented so many things, but nothing recently. Well, uh, what they actually did was in 2011, they faked a nuclear disaster, and they used that to start a lab or a, a engineering spot and build a spaceship, launched into space. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 faster than light travel, that they have faster than light travel with their spaceship, the, the Hino... Doreku, um, they they launched a container ship carrying twelve telecommunication satellites uh, in 2017, um, and and the the ship was three times larger than necessary for that number of satellites, and nobody has observed the satellites. Uh, so where are they if they really did launch them? Um, and then. Uh, because the the container ship was a strontium alloy, uh, that would be un- the only reason that would be necessary if it, as if they were doing interstellar space travel. So inside that ship was actually the faster than light drive 
and the materials to construct the body of the spaceship. And then the last, I think the last thing that he mentioned was the, um, uh, the light pollution in Japan has been increasing for the last several years and that the light has centered from Fukushima. So pretty good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Maybe it my number seven. so plausible. Right. And then we saw, um, but if you can see this website, it's, the guy just looks like a, t- the guy that, that posted all of this. Yeah. He seems like a total loon. But yeah, it's not plausible, but I mean, it's like. It's so cool to think about. And, and if there ever there were a country that you can see coming up with True. faster than light <laughs> travel first, you know it'd be Japan. Well, United States. Well, Japan would be number oh, yeah, two. Okay, the loyalist in me is the US, but, <laughs> but Japan, you know, they're pretty smart over there. Yeah, so, I mean, um, like, you know, the stories of uh, when they had the nuclear disaster and the. Uh, there were elderly volunteers that said, we'll volunteer for the cleanup. And uh, that way, you know, there won't be young people that are getting this uh, radiation poisoning. Um, and so, uh, I mean, that would have all had to have been faked. Um, uh, the satellites are are still carbon, so effectively they're invisible uh, from space. Um, and then... I mean, you can't you can't just say something like light pollution is increasing, and it's centering around. What like that doesn't is, even make sense. It, it would center is light around. Pollution? That's just like you can't see the stars at night because oh, okay. the the lights at night. So I mean, it is increasing, but I mean, increased population in Tokyo, right? You right. know, uh, just in the country in general, um, I think is uh, probably a little bit more likely than than that's coming from. Uh, a rocket uh right. rocket base in fukushima so it's still fun to dream about yeah that's a good one i'll go, go look at the website definitely link to that and uh yeah let us know what you think about that one all right sorry to take over oh, there. No, i know no, it's no, been no. a few weeks since we did I the know, research yeah. on this so uh i i have some good notes well i think you uh i so. think you were a little more succinct than i would have been so I'm, I was content to let you take the wheel. Yeah. All right, so that was my number two. All right. My number two, yes. Uh, so we're getting, we're, we left politics, we left religion. Let's leave science for a minute, and let's talk about a conspiracy theory. Here are the people that believed this conspiracy theory. Walt Whitman, Mark Twain, Ooh. Helen Keller, Henry James, Sigmund Freud, John Paul Stevens, Prince Philip. And Charlie Chaplin. Whoa. This is one of the more unusual conspiracy theories. This is, uh, maybe you might call it one of the original conspiracy theories. It's been uh, been around since the 19th century, 1800s. Um, and this is a literature conspiracy theory. This is the Shakespeare authorship question. Now, Melissa, uh, how familiar are you with the works of William Shakespeare? Uh, not, not dreadfully so. But you know, it's uh, it's regarded as some of the best writing in the English language. Yeah. Some of the best writing of all time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, when you say the man's a Shakespeare, you know, that's high praise. Right. I mean, 
this is a man that this is a writer. Hey, let's not let's not assume this is a man yet, and let's just let's just to say this writer. This is someone who invented phrases, words sometimes invented words who uh, had knowledge of uh, courts uh, because of all of the the scenes with with kings and with courts. Uh, this is someone who uh, very well read, very well educated obviously a genius um one of the greatest writers if not the greatest writer of all time uh in the english language and so uh could it really be that uh, william shakespeare who we know uh had such humble origins uh his parents not literate possibly uh he um uh it did, was not uh not a a man that was not eloquent um, well he wasn't uh, uh basically people started doubting that such a, a a man from humble origins could have written uh this great literature i i won't uh i won't play it up anymore um and uh so he wasn't an aristocrat say he didn't get the education and so um could this really could it really have been shakespeare isn't it more likely that it was somebody else and perhaps shakespeare was the front man uh, to put on these plays he ran the theater company so you're saying it was his wife them. but nobody would accept that a woman would have written it at the time uh, so he was the front man <laughs> i don't know i don't think his wife is is one of the possible authors but well, that's very chauvinist. Well, there are women that are 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 put forward as as possibilities. Very sexist. Um, there are, I believe, it's around a hundred different people have been put forward. Well, as possible actual authors. Some um, people have too much to think about. Yes, yeah, Sir Francis Bacon and Christopher Marlowe are both very popular alternate authors. Um, let's see, uh, there, there are women that, uh, so people would say in that, in the case of a woman, it had to be a pseudonym or it had to be, uh, a man that claimed authorship or she wouldn't have been able to, to publish. Um, or if it was a, a an actual aristocrat, maybe he didn't want, um, I, I, I don't remember all of the, all of the reasons people came up with but for some reason they wanted to uh write this anonymously basically um and then uh there are things like for example uh did you know shakespeare was living around the time that the king james version was translated king james version of the bible uh, we don't we don't have any evidence that he was a part of that translation committee or anything but did you know uh, it was translated when Shakespeare was 46 years old, supposedly? Did you know in Psalm 46, if you count out the 46th word in Psalm 46, the 46th word is shake. Careful, you're getting into Da Vinci Code territory. And if you go to the end of Psalm 46 and count 46 words backwards, it's the word spear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> What do you think about that? 
Got to be a little clever joke. A little clever joke that Shakespeare (laughs) uh, slipped in. Um, So, uh, basically, the arguments against this and why it's not, um, why it's just a fringe theory at this point is that um, there was nobody from, uh, it was a hundred years after he died or more uh, until people started doubting uh, that he was the actual author. Long enough for there to be no more living witnesses. Right. Uh, There are contemporary records that say he is the writer. It could have been forgeries or, or he was the front man, but no one doubted it for a long time. Um, there are other playwrights, so Christopher Marlowe uh, that I mentioned is one of the the possible alternate um, uh, candidates, or and also Ben Johnson, who's another uh, playwright from the same time that still read, uh, came from similar backgrounds. Um, and um, it's true that some of the aspects of his life are are not filled in. We don't know all the details. Um, but that's true of, of many other people of that time. And uh, then they've done literary uh, uh, studies uh, to show that um, they're like, you know, comparing writing between him and, and these others that are, are put forward and they don't see any any evidence that it wasn't Shakespeare, that it was, a, um, you know, that it was Christopher Marlowe when they can compare Marlowe and, and Shakespeare's writing. So uh, it's a really fun one to read through. Uh, go read through that Wikipedia. Uh, this was one, another one that this is the other one I got into in high school. I don't think I ever believed that it was any of these people, but probably because there's like a hundred different possibilities. Um, but I read probably uh, 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 an ebook or something, as I recall about this one. And that's my second favorite conspiracy theory. What do you think about that one? Sh- the Shakespeare authorship yeah. question. I don't know. Just kind of silly. Aww. People are just... I mean, I like it better Charlie than Chaplin. the John Ringo one. Is that? Sigmund Freud. Uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney. But uh, whoever that guy was. But <laughs> John Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy from uh, uh, Tombstone. Johnny Ringo. Ah. Well... I'll be your Huckleberry. I think it's more interesting than that one. But, again, to me, it's just some people wanted to go... Like, they wanted to invent a a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun one. There's a... there. I think... I don't remember if I put on my honorable mentions. I think I did the Thursday Next books by Jasper Ford. It's pretty... It's pretty low quality, but it was it was fun, fun bad, and it's the uh, like all of the all the literary worlds exist, and there's like uh, people that can go into books, things like that. And I think in the first book, uh, somebody kidnaps Jane Eyre or something like that, and uh, uh, this is like his uh, his very ham-fisted way of of putting the fun Shakespeare things in is that uh, this is the conspiracy theory that everybody's really into in this world and so the the main character keeps going around and like people in bars are like 
yep, I'm a I'm a Christopher Marlowe guy. Here's my here's my two pieces of evidence. It's Christopher Marlowe. And then uh I don't I think by the end of the book she like uh, really shuts down a guy and like, yeah, well, uh, blah 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 and this record and uh and his name on the tombstone and blah 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 and the guy hangs his head and like oh, i wish she hadn't brought that up i have no answer <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty clumsy i do but, remember you telling me yeah, about that it's still fun it's a fun book series uh i don't know if i'll ever go back and read those <laughs> might just leave those as a happy memory but uh yeah i i like the shakespeare authorship question my number two and your number one, of course, is, next. is that the Earth is flat. This is a good one. I I just couldn't get beyond. This is my favorite conspiracy theory. Uh, maybe we need uh, to watch that documentary so on Netflix. I might have to. Yeah. Uh, the fact no, that some people favorite. believe this mm-hmm. is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Yes, I know the Earth looks flat when you look at it, but yeah. Uh, I mean. There's there's so much science and leaving aside the fact that uh, we went to the moon because it seems like some people that believe the Earth is flat also believe we didn't go to the moon. So if you I mean, don't, the moon's got to be different. If it's a flat Earth, right, it's right. probably not a uh, a ball. Probably out not there orbiting be causing us. the t- tides the way it should be. But yeah, like you've got, you can sail. Else around the world you, well, you know, can sail is... around a, a circle on a table yeah but that doesn't mean yeah see see it's flat it's a circle like our table picture our table it's flat it's a circle and the people on the underside of the world how are they hanging upside down you know well uh you can look at the diagrams it just they are so it's antarctica is the edge of the world you see now, nobody's been to Antarctica. Uh, you, nobody flies over Antarctica uh, with People the airplanes. People have been to Antarctica. No, no. Uh, so, I mean, the parts of it, but they're lying about the ice wall that's there. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's perfectly believable. Yeah. I mean, there just comes a point where you got to just smile and nod and shake your head inwardly and, and just decide you can't talk to these people anymore because <laughs> if if people are gonna uh just shut their eyes completely to any kind of facts real true facts mm-hmm. then uh that you just can't have a discussion with them and that kind of sums up to me conspiracy theories mm. you can you can argue yourself or argue your side till you're blue in the face but if someone has their mind set up or made up about this is true, what I believe, then, you know, it's, you could have the, you know, the most crystal clear proof and evidence in front of you and they will not believe it. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I, I do think this is a fun one. The only thing that I'll really add for this one is I think it it demonstrates or it illustrates uh, the danger of reading the Bible as a science textbook. So uh, there were Christians that said, based on Bible verses, that the earth was flat. Um, of course, uh, the, uh, the Greeks 
Uh, so it's kind of, uh, I think it's sort of somewhat popular history that people believe the earth was flat in Columbus's day. Um, but I, I think it's kind of common knowledge now that that, that wasn't true. Um, and most people have believed that it was a ball since, uh, at least in the West. Um, I'm not as familiar with, with uh, Eastern history. Um, but in Western civilization, uh, since the Greeks, uh, we've pretty much known that the Earth was a ball. With some exceptions, people have believed that the Earth is flat. Some of them Christians, some of them use the Bible uh, to try and argue for that. And now they look uh, foolish, of course. Um, you know, there was a, there was one that brought up, uh, the verse, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. Um, so how can, how can the earth be round if there's four corners of the earth? Um, and, and people made fun of, uh, um, the antipodes, um, you know, people walking on the other side, like, are they walking upside down on on the other side of the world, if it's a if it's a ball, that doesn't make any sense. And so, I think that, yeah, yeah, my opinion, we should kind of decouple uh, and not tie ourselves to a certain um, certain. Uh, I wouldn't tie myself to certain scientific views because you might end up being wrong. Um, and so, better to decouple it. Say that uh, this is what the Bible says, I believe this, and um, if this is true about science, that's fine. If it's not true, also fine. It uh, doesn't affect my Christianity. That's and my that's little flatter. that's my number one. <laughs> the earth is flat. Anything else you want to say about that one? Do you yeah. want to watch that? Do you remember? Did you hear about that? Uh, yeah. A year or two ago? Yeah, uh, I remember. That came out. Uh, he said it was pretty awful. I mean, people just, at work really loved it. Yeah. I mean, I might let like, you watch it in the same way people like Tiger King. Right, right. Just watching uh, crazy people. Watching disaster unfold. Yeah. Well. So. I might. Maybe you could watch it and tell me the highlights. Uh, I I don't know that I would watch it by myself. I've got other things to watch. Well, get a good buddy of yours to. You could get Micah. Um, yeah. Come watch it with you. You guys would have a ball watching that together. Uh, well, a ball oh. or a disc? Maybe oh, a disc. Oh, I'm so amazing. All right. Without even trying. You ready for my number one? Yes. My very favorite. And I think this is also going to be a new one for you. I bet you won't have heard of this one either. This is uh, two, the f but they have the same, the same uh, conspiracy theory in effect. It's the phantom time hypothesis. And new chronology. Nope, so, not familiar with these. Phantom time hypothesis. Uh, this was first uh, uh, Herbert Illig published this theory in 1991. He said that uh, the the Holy Roman Emperor Otto the Third, and uh, together with the Pope, and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine the Seventh decided that they wanted uh, to have their um, their reigns their their uh, their lives take place in the special year AD 1000 who wouldn't want to be there at the beginning of a new millennium right well 
what he believed is that they actually lived in about 800, AD 800, and so they, or AD 700, and they added 300 years to the calendar and made up entire, uh, entire parts of history. They made up Charlemagne. You've heard of Charlemagne? Yeah. Very unrealistic, uh, if you read about him. Does not hold water. Such a man would never have yeah, actually existed. There's a lot of pretty crazy great men. That that argument does not hold water. Uh, exactly. Uh, the Charlemagne argument does not hold water. I agree. Um, and so, um, I mean, there's where's all the archaeological evidence for the 600s, 700s, and 800s? Um, why? Uh, it's down there. We just haven't got to it yet. How come uh, they still had so much Roman architecture at the time of uh, in, in AD 1000? Was the Roman era so long ago? Because the Romans were good architects. They built to last. And then there's some things related we to... still the, use their roads, for goodness sake. The Julian calendar and the Gregorian calendar and the solar year and uh, certain discrepancies and blah, blah, blah. And that means that you can prove... That they added 300 years that never existed. I just love that. I love that idea. <laughs> um, it's a fun idea, but it's silly. Yeah. So, um, uh, basically, the, the, the main proof against this is um, astronomy. So, like, we have um, like European sources. Uh, so, like, uh, uh, Pliny the Elder... Uh, that reported a lunar eclipse in AD 59. And then there's another one in AD 418 that somebody, uh, that somebody reported. Um, and those, like, because we can, um, yeah, both, both of those are confirmed eclipses. Basically we can see if we rewound, um, the moon that many years, then yes, it would have been an eclipse. Um, and then same thing, same type of things with uh, uh, Chinese observations of Halley's Comet. Um, and uh, the calendar stuff doesn't add up. Um, if if Charlemagne were made up, then, uh, I mean, they would have had to have fabricated English history, uh, Roman Catholic history, Byzantine history. Um, well, I mean... These guys had good imaginations. I mean, if they're able to come up with 300 years worth, why just stop there? Why not yeah. come up with a whole bunch more? Don't worry, we're getting there. <laughs> uh, that would have been the time of, of Muhammad and the start of Islam. And so you have to push that back. And so um, then you also have to correspond it with uh, like the Tang dynasty in China and how they had contact with Islam, and so basically it doesn't hold water, but very fun. I really like that one. Now, here's the other one, the new chronology, and this is by, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Fomenko. I, 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 don't, uh, I don't know what his first name is, um, but this one is that the events that we usually say 
are from the Roman Empire, from ancient Greece, and from ancient Egypt, actually happened during the Middle Ages more than a thousand years later. Okay? That's stupid. World history prior to the six, to 1600 uh, has been falsified um, by the Vatican and by the Russian Russian ruling family. It all comes back to either the Russians or the Catholic Church. And that they was... Are the t- they're the real powers, the strings. And that was done to obscure the true history of the Russian horde. And so uh, he takes... You know, the stories of all these different groups, you know, the Scythians, um, the uh, the people that uh, Julius Caesar fought, um, all these different uh, nomadic peoples, and, uh, you know, the Huns, the Goths, all these peoples are actually uh, the same as the Cossacks. It's just one Russian horde. It's actually all these people. Um, and so then he did things where he said, um, you know, I've, I have identified, um, this parallelism where, well, let's see, let me see if I can pull up a quick example. Um, so you have, um, uh, yeah, well, I guess I won't really get into it. It's getting late, but he said, you know, you have this Pope and this King and then, and it led to this ruler and this uh, they attacked uh, this nomadic people, and if you push it forward a thousand years, it matches up exactly to this ruler and this king and this nomadic people that were attacked, and so they're actually the same, and uh, they just took it back farther in history and um, just said, you know, there wasn't an ancient history of Rome. That's the medieval history of Rome, and... Uh, Apparently, this is very popular in Russia. This is, uh, I don't, uh, let's see, uh, po- up to possibly 30% of Russians believe this. Well, that's kind of, that's like the the most cool part, I think, of this conspiracy theory. Yeah, maybe I should have led with that. Oh, well. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this one is amazing. Uh, it was popularized by Gary Kasparov. Have you heard of Kasparov? I have not. He's a famous chess chess champion, world chess champion. Well, then he must know what he's talking about, you know, because only super smart people play mm-hmm. chess. And if you're True. a champion, then truly you have seen all the connections and put them together. And, uh, and you know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I love this one. I love both of these, Phantom Time Hypothesis and New Chronology. I love them. I think uh, making up entire years of history, maybe making up a thousand years of history. Maybe it's time That's travel. amazing. Like, how do we know? How do we know any of that happened? You just read it in a book. Somebody wrote that book. Mm-hmm. Somebody could have made it up. You don't believe the the scientists that say... Uh, how that can we say... believe the historians? <laughs> Say what the, whatever they say about uh, coronavirus. How can you believe the historians? Well, I mean, they have their agenda. There are, there are people that try to rewrite history. So yeah, there you go. How can How do you any know? of us know anything? How do you know? All right, you got any honorable mentions? Oh, there's there's some favorites like chemtrails. Those mm-hmm. are the water condensation trails behind airplanes. Right. 
contrails is the official title. Toxic chemicals. Mm-hmm. Dumping chemicals that the to government is spraying on us. Control the weather yeah. or um, control. Thin out the population. Yeah, mind control. Uh, let's see. Hillary Clinton provided Russia with nuclear materials. Mm. Heard that one. That one oh, was okay. right up there with. Uh, I don't know if I heard that uh, one. Barack Obama is is um, the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, global warming. I I put a lot of research into this, and you made fun of me because my research was reading a ten year old book on this. What is this one? Uh, global warming. Oh yeah. Um, but. I was reading it just to kind of get an idea, and um, here's my thoughts on it. I'd say most people agree that global warming is occurring. What they disagree on is how much is occurring and whether or not it's serious. Sure. I think there's a lot of uh, tons of factors that have to be considered and how much is man-made and how much is just naturally occurring on its own. Uh, Yeah, I think, uh, sure. So it's very so, political, and on one side you can argue that it's a control thing, and um, and yeah, maybe it's not man-made. And then on the other side, you can argue uh, if it is, you know, if this is, it seems like it's going to be a big problem, and um, let's not let's see let's tr- see if we can slow it down. And, you know, it's the, the, the price is our economies slow down from reducing fossil fuels, but the benefits outweigh the costs is the argument on the other side. Right. Well, the Bible says the world groans and travails because of man's sin. And so obviously we all know it's not perfect. We shouldn't be surprised about that. I believe the Earth has at least a thousand plus years of life left to it, uh, because there's a millennial reign uh, in the Reve- Book of Revelation, and that's after a ton of catastrophes have occurred. Uh, now that doesn't mean that we can have an anything goes attitude, but I don't think making blanket statements such as no more airplane t- travel is necessarily the right solution either. I think. The better solution would be to try to get people to be more economical and earth-friendly, uh, but not, you know, make sweeping across the board, shut everything down type of reforms. But that's me, you know, and other people will disagree with me, and that's okay. I'd love to talk to you in a... With all of your global warming... All my expertise. knowledge. Yep. I no, I would love some to talk pamphlet. to somebody, someone about global warming, and uh, and you have your side and argue with me, and or not argue, but discuss with me, and I will talk to you uh, in a reasonable manner. And and I don't really have strong feelings about it or positions on it, and mm-hmm. so and I'd love to talk about it because you know what. I don't want to be one of those people that's so bullheaded that they can't change their mind about anything. And yeah. uh, Now, there are that's some good. things that I am not going to ever change my mind about, and those are more uh, attached to uh, Christianity and my beliefs regarding the Bible. 
But on something like this, and certainly on things like conspiracy theories, <laughs> uh, you need to you need to be willing to let go of some of those beliefs. If uh, and, and not don't hold them so tightly to your chest. Anyway, uh, I considered Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Uh, decided I didn't really care too much about him. Yeah. Uh, and then one more that I thought was kind of, would be kind of fun was uh, Area Fifty One has had actual contact with aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one has a lot of, a lot of, uh, well, it used to get a lot of footage because, uh, you know, it was a very quiet, quietly hushed up area. It wasn't even really supposed to exist. Uh, until 2013, when the Freedom of Information Act required the government to acknowledge its existence. Yeah. So, it's understandable why there's been a lot of suspicion surrounding it, but uh, I don't think aliens are real. Even though I think those make fun stories. And that's it. Okay, those yep. my honorables. Wanted to name check the classics. Uh, my number 11 would probably have been Hitler Survived. Um... Uh, they actually, so they thought they had his skull for a while, and turned out it was not his skull. They found out much later, um, but it's pretty certain that he he died in the bunker. Uh, but of course, the the conspiracy theories: he escaped, he got to South America, lived out his days in Argentina, are pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, the other classics: the moon landing, the UFOs, JFK assassination, Men in Black. Uh, 9-11, Illuminati and and Rosicrucians and Bilderberg Group, all of those secret society type ones. Um, Did you say, did you say Bilderberg Group? No, Bilderberg. Ah. Nice try. Nice try starting your own conspiracy theory about the Bilderberg Group. Uh, The scientific ones, uh, global warming, vaccines, uh, cure for cancer. Uh, the coronavirus, um, I would put Young Earth Creation in there. Um, and then there's the... Cr- I thought that might be what you were referencing earlier. <laughs> yep. I guess I can unpack that one a little bit more. So it meets uh, the definition of um, being a theory that's against the um, the commonly accepted uh, official story. Um which doesn't mean it's it's not true again, as I've said. But um, uh, for the, uh, uh, it's something I've changed my mind on uh, because, um, well, I don't think it's required to be a Christian um, to believe in young Earth creationism. So um, I guess I have a kind of like a like I was discussing before, um, uh, decoupled that uh, from. Uh, since it's not a requirement, I'm gonna say I'm I'm just gonna go with um, the mainstream, uh, commonly accepted science, uh, which obviously can change. Um, I mean, if you if you built a a time machine and went back and uh, and saw the Earth being created six thousand years ago, then I'm fine with that. That doesn't uh, that isn't the problem for me. If you built a time machine, went back um, billions of years ago, and saw uh, the Earth being formed um, by uh, uh, seemingly 
completely natural processes. Also not a problem for me. Um, doesn't, uh, wouldn't make me not be a Christian anymore or, or lose my faith. Um, so I guess I, um, I'm letting, uh, I, I guess I don't think it matters as much as I used to. So I still think, um, I still think God created the world. Um, if you use that by, um, just poofing things in or through long processes, I'm fine with either of those, um, uh, theistic evolution or, or old earth creationism or, um, uh, whatever the, the different theories are. Um, fine with any of those. Um, but seems like the earth is older, so I will, uh, I guess I will believe that, um, yeah, until, until that's disproved or until there's another, another idea, but I'm, I, I guess I don't want to be the, the, uh, Christians that were flat earth, that believed flat earth from, uh, a few hundred years ago or, or a thousand years ago. Um, so I'll just let, I guess I'll let the scientists do the science. I'm not a scientist. And so, um, yep, that's, that's where I am right now. And we're already so far off in the weeds on this, so I might as well just, uh, go a little bit farther. So people, uh, uh, would say, does that mean you don't take, uh, Genesis literally? And, um, and I don't know exactly, uh, I, I've read, read a bunch about it and um, uh, people have written different interesting things, have different interesting ideas. Um, I don't know uh, that I am completely convinced by, by any of them, um, but I would say that uh, one thought that, or, or one idea that uh, I, I did think compelling was uh, that for a, a 21st century American uh, with certain ideas about uh, history and how we write today, uh, reading Genesis one, you, uh, I absolutely see uh, how you get young Earth creationism. Um, but then, of course, uh, it wasn't written for, or it wasn't written to twenty first century Americans. It was written to um, people thousands of years ago, and a very different idea of the world. A uh, different idea of of um, of writing and history and how you write things down, and so I don't think it's a problem um, if you say, "Well, this is how I understand it." Um, that that's not necessarily a problem for me. So we can we can probably get into this in the future if uh, <laughs> if there's somebody that wants to talk to me about it some more. Um, uh, that you uh, let me know, and uh, I'm I'm happy to talk about it more with you. But I'll leave it there for today, and we can get back to some of the other uh, conspiracy theory honorable mentions. There's the crazy ones like the Bible Code, uh, where they think the guy that thinks he can do like a word search, like put a circle around uh, yeah. all, all sorts of different words. Yeah. Uh, and predict, or he can show you that there was 9-11 in the Bible. Twin Towers is diagonal in this grid of, yeah, it's, that one's pretty dumb. But I did read a book about that in high school, too. 
Uh, there's the reptilian conspiracy theory where it's uh, all our politicians are shape-shifting reptile aliens. That one I could get behind. Yeah, so that one, uh, less plausible um, than some of the others, I'd say. Uh, ancient astronauts, of course, is, is always fun. Uh, the ancient astronauts um, came to Earth, and that's how life started on Earth. Um, and they, they're the ones that built the pyramids, of course, that type thing. So uh, that's always a fun time, ancient astronauts. And then the last one that I'll mention, and I teased this one to you, and this one is, uh, I'll, well, I'll just, I'll just read a little bit of the article. The title is, Tom Cruise's fake butt is the internet's newest conspiracy theory. Anyone remember the tw- 2008 film Valkyrie starring Tom Cruise? Probably not a question you expected to be this asked. Is such a dumb conspiracy theory. But the film has made its way back into the cultural dialogue because of Tom Cruise's butt in a single shot of the film. All right. So, uh, and then the person, uh, I don't know if you want to come around and, and see the the, the image. Butt? No, thank you. I, I mean, it's probably prosthetic. Um, and so... Uh, the theory is that for a single shot, he wore basically a, basically padding so that he could do this, this stunt of like getting thrown and rolling on the ground and not hurt his tailbone. Um, so, you know, he does his own stunts. Apparently people wear butt pads all the time. Um, and the, just what people are saying is, it's just, uh, well, I'll just quote it. It's the sheer extremity of the rump's robustness. Um, uh, some people think it's, in fact, a CGI butt. Um, they, some say it's not, the issue is not so much the shape as um, the seam above the back right pocket seems to appear and disappear. So that could be CGI. Um, uh, it's possible he had a, a butt double for that. Uh <laughs> that scene um some people say but i think it's pretty clear that that it was actually him um so probably the prosthetic (laughs) having carefully studied tom cruise's butt it's pretty clear that's his butt well i mean you can see his face is the thing uh, okay he like rolls and you see his face um so and then the last the last theory that someone brings up is uh pretty sure that is a real butt wearing a fake tom cruise so, um, so that's that's the one I decided to end on as an honorable mention. I thought I think that could you might enjoy after the credits. That one was amazing. Well, we still got some after the credits uh, real oh, like, yeah. conspiracy theories proved right. true to finish up. So, uh, anything else that you want to want to bring up it's before we wrap this get thing up? Any better than Tom Cruise's butt? Yeah, I'm that's a that. that's a great theory. So. Uh, I think it's you telling people to give feedback this week. Yes. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we made an episode and asked you to send in questions for Hot Ones, an episode oh, yeah. that we're going to do. And oh, the, the response has been utterly overwhelming. Right. Uh, it's just so many questions. We don't need any more. Keep them but, coming in. Uh, you know, we just in love, case. We love to have Go questions ahead and send some more. you guys. So... You can email those, t 
TTO at Cozer.us, or you can go to our website, TTO.Cozer.us, slash 128 for this episode. And I'll check right now and see if we have any new comments, but I doubt we do. Oh, yeah. Hey, we did get one from, from Zach from our first Conspiracy Theories episode. And, of course, he said he's glad he made the suggestion. And he thinks if Walt Disney knew what Disney has become, he'd be rolling in his cryopod. Very possible. Thank you, Zach, for writing in. And uh, no emails. Didn't see any emails unless someone sent something to you. Nope. All right. So give us that feedback. Let us know what you think about the conspiracy theories. Your favorite. Uh, Let us know what you think of Tom Cruise's butt. Which one I'm right about which one Melissa's right about, which one we're wrong about. Tell us what you think the most believable conspiracy theory is, which one you believe in. Hey, some of them are true. We're going to find out a few more. So just because it's a conspiracy theory doesn't mean you're wrong. But you probably are. Yeah, probably. And then we'll be back in a couple weeks. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about some sushi. So until then, I'm Brian Kozer. I'm Melissa Kozer. You've been listening to 10 to 1. All right, it's almost midnight. Why don't we go ahead and wrap this up? Got a few more for you. I don't remember where we left off last time, but I did I tell you that the FBI spied on John Lennon? No, you didn't. Yeah, so because of his anti-war songs, uh, the FBI under the Nixon administration put him under su- surveillance. Um, so... The CIA and the FBI were gathering John Lennon intelligence. I don't know. This kind of seems like standard procedure these days. If somebody's speaking against you, you kind of keep tabs on them, make sure they're not going to go off the deep end. I mean, he's singing a song called Give Peace a Chance. I don't know if the FBI necessarily needs to... to, uh, tap his phone or whatever they were doing. Oh, well, I mean, they keep... They keep tabs on everybody. I was when I was well, doing research for Area Area Fifty One. There was some guy who was like, uh, I forget his name, but he, he was all, you know, what are they really doing over there? They can't stop all of us if we all go together. And and so he said, how about we all go together on on such and such a day and 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 go storm the gates? And he got a ton of followers that were like, yeah, on this day, we'll all go storm the gates. Yeah, I heard about that. And then he got letters uh, from the FBI saying, you better, you know, you're going to be arrested and you are in big, serious trouble. And so then he went back uh, and said, "Uh, no, no, everybody, we're just not going to do this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you post a bomb threat or if you say you're going to shoot... The president, you put that on Facebook, you're definitely going to get a, a knock on your door. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're scooping up all of that and listening. But it's, well, we'll get to that. That's like number 20. Uh, so, uh, let's see. The next one is the U.S. government employed Nazi scientists after World War II. Reference this earlier. Yeah, that makes me angry. About 1,600 Nazi scientists came over to the U.S. I, that, that was called Operation Paperclip. I can't believe that. That's 
Well, does yes. it help that we might not have gone to the moon otherwise? Ever heard of, uh, uh, let's see, I'm going to pronounce this correctly. I got to Ver- think about Werner that. von Braun. Because everything in me screams we should not have collaborated. But we went to the moon, and that's so cool. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that happened. Uh, let's see. The CIA developed a heart attack gun. Um, they had a weapon that could cause fatal heart attacks by shooting a small poison dart that would go through clothing and just leave a tiny red dot in your skin. Oh, my goodness. You would feel a bug bite, kind of a little prick. And then uh, the poison denatured and could not be detected in an autopsy. So they could carry out assassinations. Couldn't be tra- uh, traced back to them. Oh my and word. some people think they still use it. Oh my word! Yep, that was in 1975 when they revealed that. So, how about that? Yikes! Uh, let's see. The, uh, the CIA spied on and controlled the American media. So this was Operation Mockingbird. They spied on the Washington press corps. Uh, they paid journalists to publish propaganda. They monitored their offices. They wiretapped their phones. Yep. Found out about that in the 70s. That was going on in the 50s. Wow. Uh, the U.S. Air Force researched using pheromones as a weapon. Um, the so-called gay bomb, where they were going to uh, uh, disrupt enemy discipline and morale by dropping non-lethal chemicals on them. Uh uh, so they didn't actually pursue that one, but, you know, they started looking into it. Uh, the Dalai Lama was a CIA agent. Uh, they were, they paid him uh, a lot of money uh, every year. Um, huh. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I'm not exactly sure what he was doing for the CIA. Uh, of course, the U.S. government is watching, um, is tracking all Internet use. We found that out. Um, that, uh, uh, they're, you know, listen, they've got your phone records, they've got emails, they've got, uh, just probably everything that you've done, uh, or they can get it, say from Google, every Google search you've ever done or, or email that you've sent. I just found out, uh, in the last couple months that, uh, they can listen, some apps will let them listen. Mm Mm-hmm. To what you're saying yeah. through your phone. Yep. And they can track who is in an area uh, through different apps. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I mean, Definitely. like, well, no, uh, I mean, that, like, that, say you, you're a bodyguard for some, some famous person, and they can see who could be a possible threat based on the conversation that they're having mm-hmm. right now at this very moment, mm-hmm. like three blocks away. Isn't that ridiculous? Yep. Yep. Yeah, your microphones are always on, even if, uh, yeah. Yeah, they could be listening at any time. Uh, next one you. is contaminated polio vaccines spread a cancer-causing virus. So that was in... Uh, 1960, there were uh, monkey kidney cells that they used to make a polio vaccine, um, and nearly 100 million children were given that contaminated vaccine in the 50s and 60s. 
uh, the U.S. government. Oh, are you going to say something? So it gave them cancer? Uh, let's see. Uh, they continue to... Uh, scientists continue to identify those cells in human brain, bone, and lung cancers, even wow. though those cells were removed in 1963. Wow. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, oops. Uh, Boy, that'll, that right there will definitely put a bunch of people off of vaccines. Uh, sure. Um, the U.S. government can manipulate the weather. What? Uh, uh, cloud seeding, you've probably heard of. Oh, okay. Um, so they did that in Vietnam. Uh, you drop whatever you drop on the clouds to make them rain. Uh, the Department of Defense paid for um, Patriot Act. So the like the government spent millions of dollars to have uh, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL uh, to have uh, to put on shows to display American pride. So you know, make. Uh, uh, increased patriotism. Um, let's see. U.S. government planned to commit domestic terrorism and blame Cuba. Whoa. Operation North Woods. It was a, pl- a proposed plan to fabricate acts of terrorism on U.S. soil. If carried out, it would have killed innocent citizens to trick the public into supporting a war against Cuba wow. in the early 1960s. Uh, luckily, John F. Kennedy put a stop to it. Thanks, John F. Kennedy. Wow. And then they shot him. Because you wouldn't go through with them. Yep. Go through it. All right. Real quick. I got three more. Uh, Naira's testimony leading up to the Gulf War was false. Uh, so I guess there was a girl that testified, uh, before the Congressional Human Rights Caucus, uh, telling stories about, um about uh, atrocities committed by the Iraqis, and this was supposed to um, uh, gin up support for the Gulf War, and uh, her testimony was made up. And then, uh, I already mentioned this one, I think, what was long believed to be Hitler's skull was that of a young woman. Uh, So uh, the Russians had Hitler's skull. Finally, in 2009, they ran some tests and realized it was a young woman's skull, actually. (laughs) Um, and ironically, they had done those tests to lessen the credibility of the conspiracy theory. And then the last one, Osama bin Laden was hunted down through a fake vaccination program. Did you hear about this? No, in, I didn't. Uh, in your book? All right. So this one's great. So the CIA ran a fake vaccination program. They had uh, Osama bin Laden's DNA because his sister lived in Boston. Um, and the goal was to get the DNA from one of the children that was in the compound with him and then match it to his sister's DNA. So then they could verify that he was inside, right? Uh, so uh, they had a Pakistani doctor go through the city, say he was doing a vaccination program, and collect DNA samples. They identified one of they identified his DNA through his children, and then that led to his capture. Wow, man. Yeah, pretty brilliant. It's no wonder that that humans aren't very trusting after after just reading through that list of all the crazy stuff that's been going on. Yeah. Doesn't really make you want to trust (laughs) uh, anything that you're told. 
I think of Terry Pratchett. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you fret.